Salutations, friend, and welcome to an episode of The Profit Scale. This is the podcast for consultants, experts, and service providers who are either already serving corporate clients or are transitioning towards it. This is the place where you can find tailored solutions to help you close your first, next, or biggest client yet. I'm your host and income strategist, RJ Connell. And if you're looking for expert strategies to help you build on your existing success, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Turn up the volume and lean in because we're about to get started. Salutations, friend. It's RJ here, and we are now in the last few months of 2020. As I'm recording this, it's getting colder outside, it's getting darker faster, and with so many activities being closed due to COVID-19, it may feel a little harder to push through this last quarter of the year. If you're feeling that way, know that you're not alone. I myself am having to find new ways to energize and keep my Q4 goals front and center. One strategy that's helped me maintain momentum is having great conversations with other business owners, and that's why I'm excited to share today's episode with you. Today's episode is a clip from an interview I did with Megan Nicole on her podcast, The Lazy Millennial Podcast. In this episode, I share about my journey that led me to change paths from pursuing a medical career to starting a business, as well as how to know if serving corporate clients is the right avenue for you and whether or not you should be charging your worth. I think you already know my stance on that one. (laughs) What you're about to hear is just a portion of the full interview. So if you'd like to listen to the full interview, you can find it on the Lazy Millennial podcast using the link in our show notes. All right, friend, turn up the volume and enjoy. Welcome to the Lazy Millennial Lounge, everyone. Today I am joined by RJ Connell, an income strategist. And RJ, I'm so excited to have you on the show today. Thank you so much for being willing to talk to us about corporate clients. My pleasure. So can you let us know what you thought you were going to be doing with your life around the time of high school graduation and how that compares to what you are actually doing today? I was supposed to be um, in medical school right now (laughs) and then looking to do my uh, residency in um, neurosurgery. And that's what I was planning to do. That was my trajectory. It is clearly not where I am today. So things have changed along the way. Um, it, it, It was a difficult pivot to kind of move from following that medical trajectory um, and and moving from that medical um, career into entrepreneurship. So what sparked the change from wanting to go into medicine to what you're doing now? It was definitely one of the pivot or the pivot point was one semester where I had failed all of my courses. And so I had a full plate of courses at the time. I was working like something like four jobs as well as having a full load of school and then extracurricular activities. And so all of those things combined together, plus like commuting back and forth and like being in any kind of science program, I had began feeling right from the very beginning when I got back to school. I remember sitting in my first lecture of the semester and I remember sitting there and I just could not focus on that first day. And I was like, my mind is exhausted. Like I have nothing left. I didn't listen to to what I was feeling and I decided to stay in school. Um, And I failed that entire semester, every single course, like not like I got a, I got a B or I got a C or I got a D, like literally failed every single course. And so in the process of trying to get myself back on track, I was really thinking through 
what is it that you want to do and starting to question what my path was. Cool. So now you are helping B2B business models create the systems to operate those business models. Is that, is yes. that what it is? Yeah. Uh, we create systems around um, really sales systems, right? And sales operations. And so that's what, really what I like to refer to it as. So you have a, we help with sales strategy and we help with sales operations is what do you need in place in order to support your business growing financially? And so we look at that from a few different perspectives, from the financial perspective, from the client experience perspective, from the process perspective. So there's a, there's a lot involved in it, but at the end of the day, we're helping you make money in a very strategic way. So in what ways do you work with your clients? Like, are there coaching programs? Is it like a course? How do you do it? One of the unique things about uh, the way that we do things at RJC Consulting is that we don't have any digital courses. So you'll always get to work with a consultant. Um, and so the way that we have structured it is we have a signature program that's called Systems That Scale. And that is our comprehensive total program for clients who want to work with other B2B companies and are looking to land those corporate contracts. And so corporate can have very different meanings. Corporate can be the small business down the street that's, or even your local entrepreneur or your online entrepreneur that's earning a million dollars or more, or even less than that, right? The, the revenue range can, it, there's a very large range, but essentially you want to serve other businesses and provide a professional service to businesses. We work with them for 12 weeks ongoing. We have a complete top to bottom as to what systems they need in place around their sales strategy, around their income, around their client experience, around their process, et cetera. And so we go through all of that week by week where you have one-to-one -one sessions with your consultant as well as group sessions. So that's our main, like the main way that we like to, we, we like to serve our clients. Outside of that, what we also have our CEO quarterly business reviews. Um, and essentially what we're doing there is we're taking a high level look at the business and what needs to be put in place, what strategies need to be put in place in order to support your financial revenue goals for the next quarter. And so what we do is that's an intensive, a one day intensive where we spend the day with the CEO and the key members of their team that need to be involved in that planning. And we outline from beginning to end, we go through the entire business in key areas and we look at key areas of their client experience, their revenue, their internal systems, um, their internal support and more, and what needs to be outlined in order to help them support, to reach their financial goals for the next quarter and then to exceed it. Part of systems at scale specifically is also pricing and that tends to be a very, very big thing for our clients is how do they price their services properly for the clients that they want to attract and make sure that they're not leaving any coins on the table. So that's yeah. a big, that's always a big discussion for us as well. I can testify as a B2B business owner that pricing is so tricky because you have to deal with not only the numbers themselves, but also the psychology around the numbers from like a personal perspective, but also from the client or prospective client's perspective. And there's just so much discomfort initially when you're like trying to figure out how to price. So what does that process look like? Like if I am a person who starts working with you like how do you break that down for your clients and like guide them through the process of developing those systems? Yeah. So essentially what we do is there, it always starts with an assessment to get an understanding of where that business is now. And so one of the things that we are offering is we, we have an assessment that you can do 
Um, it's, you know, it's a, a low cost. And essentially that helps identify where are the gaps in your business. And that's a good diagnostic tool for us, but also for the clients as well so that they can say, okay, this is, we see that this is an area that we need to focus on. And then based on that, we're able to say, here is how we would move forward. And here's what we would recommend in order to ensure that you are getting the right service and that we are serving you with what you need and what your company needs at this point in time, we always start with that assessment to take note of what do you have right now? What are the gaps in your business? How can we fill them moving forward? And also, um, what is this the right time for certain things, right? Mm -hmm. And so sometimes a company might need a particular service, but they not they might not need it right now. Or sometimes it's a quick fix, like maybe even just in 30-minute conversation, I can say, hey, Megan, just focus right now on getting an onboarding process in place. Once you've got that done, you'll have enough information so that the QBR is going to be a good a good service for you. And so, you know, that, that diagnostic of the assessment is very helpful to, for both my, us within the company and also for the clients to be able to objectively look at what does the company need and not just what we're feeling. And so one of the, one of the things I'll say is as the business owner, when we are feeling stressed, when we are not seeing the revenue that we need, we sometimes want like, what's the fastest way to get to my solution. Right. And so Sometimes that end result is what we need. Sometimes the process is what we need in order to get to that end result. And so it really just helps kind of differentiate where do we need to start from in a way that allows for it to be a, a, an easier yes um, for the client so that they can see that this is in the best interest of the company. Um, and so that's, that's where really where we like to start. So let's back up for a minute because there may be some people listening who are either in the very early stages of starting a business or maybe they are thinking about starting a business and they haven't necessarily narrowed down who their target client or customer is going to be. Do you have any insight to offer around deciding whether a B2B or B2C business model is best for a person or how to decide whether what you are looking to offer is suitable for a corporate client? So for anybody who's at the beginning of their business, um, one of the things that I will say is it takes some experience within a business of your own or providing a service of your own for you to narrow down a niche. Um, and sometimes you might start off your business, I know, with specificity, who it is you want to serve and who you don't. But for the majority of us, it takes us a little bit of time to then narrow it down to, okay, this is the industry I want to work in. This is the type of service or the type of individual that I want to serve. And so if you are at the beginning and you're maybe struggling with that, or you're right now you're just taking all any business that comes to you, that's okay. That's most of us, right? That's that's the norm. And so there's not there's not a problem necessarily with that. Now, if you're looking to see if corporate clients are, are, the, are a way that you can go or even an aspect or a revenue stream that you can add into your business. Um, I would like to say, look at your past experience. So for example, have you provided services to other companies in the past? And that could be through your nine to five job, through your professional career, through your traditionally professional career, yeah. I like to say, because entrepreneurship is professional. Um, and so look at, you know, the, your, your past career experience or your past job experience. Have you 
performed similar services in your um, in your career that you can migrate those skills under your own business name and provide those services accordingly. Another thing that I would like to say to look at is if you feel that you have to consistently perform below what you know you are capable of in order to meet your clients where they are, then that's probably a good indication that you're capable of serving at a higher level and that the clients you're attracting probably aren't aligned with that. Mm. Considering there are some people who have high level of expertise and want to work with people who are just at the very beginning, there's nothing wrong with that either if that's your desire. It might not even be the client itself or the company itself. It could just be the stage that they're at right now. And maybe you need to serve someone who's further along rather than just at the beginning. And so looking at if you feel like you constantly are having to slow your thinking down or slow yourself down, or you're not able to deliver your full value of your expertise because it's going above your client's head or they're feeling overwhelmed, that's probably a good indication that you might be able to serve somebody at a higher level. That's really helpful. And then so based on those observations you're making, then you can kind of figure out where in the market you need to be and who exactly your target client is and what stage of the business they're in so that you can more accurately tailor your service to that group of people rather than a group of people who are not necessarily aligned to your area of expertise. Exactly. Let's go back to pricing. We touched on that a little bit earlier, and I know that it's something that a lot of business owners struggle with, no matter where they are in their business journey. So you mentioned something to me that I thought was very interesting, um, which was about the importance of not charging what you're worth and how that can actually be a hindrance for your business, which I think is the opposite of what a lot of people hear, which is, oh, charge what you're worth. So can you talk us through that statement and kind of give us some insight on how we should be pricing our services? Okay, so friends, if you're listening, (laughs) take a seat. (laughs) We're about to have conversation here. So when, it, when I say do not charge your worth or that charging your worth is actually a hindrance to your business, what I mean by that is that when it comes to business, you charge for the value you add and not for the value you are. And so essentially what I'm saying is that you have to be able to communicate, quantify, and qualify the end result that you are offering to your clients. And so when we focus on charging what we're worth, we make what should be a professional matter personal. We make it about us. And one of the common things that I have seen in the online world, um, especially when it comes to pricing, is pricing around what you want to earn for the year, right? And so, or or what you need in order to live live off of as a salary. And so while I understand that, of course, if you have no measure for pricing, then start somewhere. I'm not you know, bashing, I'm not bashing that if that's the only thing, if that's the only knowledge you have around pricing. However, when it comes to working with a B2B client, for example, essentially when you're looking at charging what you're worth, you're focusing on yourself and you're not focusing on the value you add to the client. What that does is it hinders your communication. It actually 
prevents you from having to get crystal clear on the end result, the value and the benefits that the results are going to have for your client's company. And you don't communicate it well when you are speaking with them. And so that lack of communication, that lack of confidence, and sometimes we even show up as, well, this is the price. This is what I charge for my service. And we get defensive. You know, it becomes a personal exchange rather than a professional exchange around what it is that I'm offering your business and communicating in a way that's going to allow them to see the value because at the end of the day, we are focused on ourselves and that's what we commu- that's what we show when we're having those conversations. It comes through whether or not we're conscious about it. Yeah. So when I say don't charge what you're worth, charge for the value you add and not for the value you are, it's keep the professional matter professional Make, and the personal, when you're thinking about how much you, what you want to earn, that's an internal calculation that you do when you're looking at your entire revenue and determining your salary for yourself. That has nothing to do with your pricing. That has to do with how you handle and manage your finances internally. That is extremely, extremely, extremely valuable information. How else can people connect with you online? So I would love for, for anybody who's looking um, to learn more about our services, I always encourage people to come to the Coinversations. One, it's free. And two, it gives you an opportunity to see what it would be like to work with us, right? So if you want to um, invest your time before you invest your money, that's a great way to kind of figure out, is this right for me, rjcconsulting.com. And when you go there, you'll see our our work with me page where you can find out more about how you can work with us, our systems at scale service, as as well as our CEO quarterly business reviews. Those are the two main things. And if you're just looking for, I'm not sure what I need right now, and I'm not really sure how to move forward, you can also ask access our assessment there. And our Instagram handle is rjcconsulting.global. And you can come and hang out with us there. Awesome. Thank you so much, RJ. This has been an incredibly enlightening episode, and I'm really, really grateful to you for dropping by. Thank you so much, Megan. So what did you think? I'd love for you to listen to the full story. So head over to Megan's podcast using the link in our show notes, or type in the Lazy Millennial podcast into your favorite podcast hosting platform and listen there. You can find that by spelling it L-A-Z-I-M-I-L-L E-N-N-I-L podcast. As I listened to the interview over again, I actually realized it was the first time in a long time that I had shared my entrepreneurship story. So I'm excited to share more of that story with you in the episodes to come because I do think it's important and hopefully you can find some encouragement in it. All right, friend, before you sign off, can you do me a favor? It would mean so much to me and the team if you could leave us a five-star rating and a written review on iTunes. I know how busy you are, but that small action helps us reach more entrepreneurs just like you. All you have to do is click the link in our show notes that says leave us a review and leave your honest feedback. I appreciate you taking two minutes out of your day to support us. So thank you in advance. As always, friend, I will see you same time and same place in two weeks. And until then, I wish you coins, confidence, and all the bags. Bye for now.